0: And now, back to your regular programming.
1: You've never heard less productive Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson.
0: We're finally back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former FCS football players from the University of Rhode Island. We've got the national championship this Sunday, and we're going to be talking about it on today's show. Before we get to that, though, Sean, it it has been a tumultuous effort to tape this show. And maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it's a good sign. Maybe it's a good sign that this isn't going to just be an easy taping that... We had to do,
1: to do it. Multiple we had to really times. work for it. We had to work mean, for our food.
0: We had to work for our food, and I think that it's a good sign that the game is going to be great this Sunday. I disagree.
1: You <laughs> disagree. I think. I'll
0: I'll screw when, me when record, for
1: being positive. When then. trying to record a podcast, it's it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same as as Rogan going out to the woods and killing an elk and then eating it. Okay, I'd rather. I'd rather it work I'd rather it be the situation of oh go to the Harris theater buy a steak and then grill that opposed to really chopping the wood that we've been doing the last couple of days with scheduling and uh, and and I would just say general difficulties.
0: Yeah it's been a bit of a um, a bit of a weird week uh, just because of the timing of everything but uh, regardless we're here to we're here to talk about it. by the way, I have to say equity a, a, a quick Reaction to uh, Reddit FCS trying to dunk on me yesterday. Uh, they were trying to point out that I didn't know anything about Holy Cross football, and the fact that they thought I didn't know about Gordy uh, Lockbaum, who is one of the greatest FCS football players of all time, is is just disrespectful. They implied that I, I searched it on Wikipedia. Did you see any of this this back and forth that I had? I missed the back and forth. <laughs> oh, do you know who Gordy Lockbaum is, though? No he he played for Holy Cross so they they were trying to randomly bring up which team was the best ever to not win a national championship and it was that 1987 Holy Cross team that was one of them Gordy Lockbaum was a Heisman finalist because he was a running back a receiver and a defensive back he played three and a kick returner so he was like the best player in the country but he didn't win in
1: 87 yeah in 1987 well I need to educate myself then that's pretty rad yeah, it's pretty
0: rad. Uh, they tried to dunk on me by saying them. And and also Dustin tried to dunk on me by saying I was 12 sure. years before I was born. But nonetheless, um, Sean, you what can What is Dustin Helton getting on you for? I, I, he wasn't even a part of the threat. He just came out of nowhere. It was like that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. We're hacks. Uh, Sean, can you share with our listeners where they can bet on this weekend's game? Before we get to talking about it,
1: I would love to. If you're going to be betting on this weekend's national championship game for FCS football and not Mario Party, which is what I was doing last night. Uh, BetOnline.ag does not feature those odds, uh, but the odds for the upcoming game, South Dakota State favored by five over under at 47 and a half. 56 degree game time weather in Fargo or Frisco, Frisco, not Fargo, Frisco, Texas frisco texas uh so if you like any of those lines i don't hate the over i should but i don't uh and then south dakota state by five just north dakota state fans bet for north dakota and south dakota state fans bet for south dakota state that's what you're gonna do anyway so don't uh listen to me or whatever i have to say it's all conjecture head to betonline.ag that's where you need to go if you're gonna be placing these wagers uh and if you haven't done so yet uh, head to betonline.ag, join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to, t- to use our promo code Believe—that's B L E A V—to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you, Sean. That of course,
0: beautiful.
1: Um, it always is. The construction that
0: is happening in the, the adjacent office is really—I, <laughs> I, th- this is this is. Th- a, a a whirlwind of just every time we try to tape, there is some type of uh, a, an annoying interruption. But what's I'm a whirlwind? Whirlwind. I said oh, whirlwind.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. You. It must dick. Have cut. It must okay. have cut a little bit during the word.
0: All right, well, it's a new record. We're four minutes in, and we're actually getting to the football today. I know that the uh, the haters of the pod are going to be happy that we're actually getting to the football. Uh, the lovers of the, po- the pod are disappointed that it's taking us this long um, and that we didn't waste more time. But, Sean, getting into this game. The meat and potatoes. Point, meat and potatoes. Is that is that your description for it? No, I'm saying let's get to the meat and potatoes here. Okay, let's get to the meat and potatoes. 2 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. I want to talk about this just really quickly first before we get into actually breaking down South Dakota State, North Dakota State. We've said it a couple times. I just want to get it out of my system. I'm still pissed that this game is being played in the middle of the NFL slate on a Sunday. I think this is ridiculous, and it's not even a a matter of, oh, it's disrespectful for the FCS. That is a factor. But I just think that this is horrible, horrible, horrible planning by the NCAA, by ESPN that they thought – Placing this on a Sunday in the middle of the NFL slate was a good solution here. Should have been in the morning on on Saturday like it's always been before those Saturday NFL games are played, and then this game could get the proper attention it deserves. I would not be shocked if this game uh, doesn't have terrible ratings. I think it's very possible, and it sucks that I'm sitting here admitting this, but we on this show hate the NCAA, and we bash those that poorly – represent the uh, the level of FCS football that us and our listeners enjoy watching.
1: Well, I'm a dumb bureaucrat, so I love the NCAA. So speak for yourself, please. Um, You're not a bureaucrat. (laughs) Oh, way way to pick up on the sarcasm, the shtick. Way to roll with a bit there, DeLeon. Okay. Um, Yeah, it should be on Saturday, Uh, placing this on a Sunday with plenty of runway and scheduling, which is all anybody ever does. It's all they're talking about in the FBS. It's all they talk about in the NFL. It's all they do with TV contract deals. Put it on the Saturday when everyone is hungover. They can wake up excited and sit on their couch and watch the game. Do you know how many just casual viewers you're going to get on a Saturday afternoon in January? Do you know what time we're in? We're not in the holiday season anymore. We're in we're in the the dark times right now. We are in the stretch of 3 months where you're not going to want to do anything. Okay? So, if you're a weekend warrior gym guy, go ahead. You're trying to start the new year off right, trying to be somebody. Go ahead do that. You come home, you just want to lay on your couch. And you know what you should be watching on Saturday? The FCS championship game but you're not gonna be doing that you're gonna be too juiced up on sundays for the most part it's casual viewership because fcs fans and 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 viewers will watch this game no matter what but casuals ratings getting more people inundated into this subconference vitally important to have it in a time slot where you can get more casual viewership
0: right when this when this game or sorry, when FCS football was being played on those Fridays and Saturdays, as I kind of lamented over it being on a Friday, but I will say that incarnate word, North Dakota State game that was on during my office party, I was looking at Twitter and tons of people were talking about that game because it was the only thing that was on yeah. that was going on. And people tuned in. They're like, wow, this is a great game. And people that don't know FCS football... We're just like, what level are these teams? Who are these teams? It's it's given attention to the sport, and I continue to bitch about it because I think everyone should be complaining about it on every preview show talking about this week because it's ridiculous. I'm willing to bet, Sean, this is how it went down. There were a bunch of dorks at ESPN sitting in an office, and they're like, oh, we need something to put on air on Sunday. Oh, do you think we could see if we could put the FCS game on uh, in this time slot? Yeah, why don't we ask him? Okay, let's let's just slot him in there for now. And that was the extent of the conversation. It wasn't how do we maximize this between two good teams when, when would people it be? spend the last couple of weeks watching uh, Miami of Ohio versus UAB on random parts of the day on a weekday. If people were willing to spend time watching that crap, why wouldn't they think that people would spend time watching two better teams than those two teams playing for a national championship game? But again, nonetheless, the disrespect continues.
1: Yeah, it's um, uh, you know what. Thank God for sickos Committee and no context college football uh, because they're you know they're drawing in people. They're they're putting the plays out there, but we shouldn't have to rely on these Twitter accounts to be able to carry and get people interested in, and even aware that there's a game on. Like like, like yeah. that's that's not what we should rely on. Uh, Reddit college football like, like we 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 need to. There needs to be a way where it doesn't feel secondary or even tertiary to other things. It's championship game. All right. Yeah. I I like that. You you said that other preview shows should be drawing attention to this as well. Yeah.
0: We are going to be drawing attention to this though. So let's Sean, let's get into talking about this game. Uh, South Dakota State, North Dakota State. I want to tackle this from the angle of what are the major things to focus on for both these teams. And if we're talking about South Dakota State right now, they are the behemoth to beat which feels odd to say in a game where north dakota state is playing an outside onlooker who hasn't been paying attention is going to go oh north dakota state's back oh they're just going to win another national championship not so fast sean we got to talk about here what do we think actually can hold back south dakota state what do we think if there's anything to be worried about with south dakota state in this game what is it because every step of the way They have dominated where they did have some fits was against Holy Cross trying to corral uh, Matt Saluka, which they did at the end of the game. And they ended up closing it out and winning in a pretty effective fashion. Cam Miller is a pretty good athlete, not the same level of passer as Matt Saluka. But your thoughts on what you think uh, might hold back South Dakota State if it is somewhat possible.
1: Yeah, the Saluca and Holy Cross game, it's interesting that you brought that up because Holy Cross threw everything that they could at South Dakota State. They did a really good job for the first three quarters, and it got a little out of hand in the fourth quarter for Holy Cross. Uh, But for three quarters, they had, I mean, they tried all inside kicks, two-point conversions, trick plays, everything that they could do to keep South Dakota State on their toes. North Dakota State, I think, is going to try to do that. They're going to try to draw from, um, from that game. And the one thing that South Dakota State has to do, it's going to be Cam Miller that they need to uh, lock up on the ground. You need to limit his rushing touchdowns because Kobe Johnson's going to get his. He's going to get his. The offensive line is too good. The fullback schemes are too good. They're pulling tight ends to to, to take out a defensive end or a linebacker. Their, Their running scheme is so technically strong at North Dakota State that you have to it, it's you have to let Kobe Johnson get his, but you can't get picked apart by Cam Miller on the ground either because you're not going to get picked apart from him in the air and me by me saying that he's probably going to go 15 for 21 for 200 yards and a touchdown to a tight end. Uh, but re- regardless, you can't let him beat you on the ground because they're going to understand that the big threat on this team is Kobe Johnson uh, and then Cam Miller picks up a lot of the slack though. He does. Uh, so South Dakota State needs to be able to prep. I, I don't even want to just put a spy on him. I want I want to see schematically containing from the defensive ends and the outside linebackers. Uh, uh, Cam Miller, because if you're if you're diving Kobe Johnson through the inside, he Cam Miller pulls it around the outside. You get defensive ends to bite. That's where he's going to uh, uh, feast. Uh, so you can't let him do that. You need to play disciplined defense to stop this uh, rushing attack. That's it's. It's not Daniel Jones-esque because he's not Daniel Jones, but you know what I'm You can't let Daniel Jones beat you on the ground.
0: Right. I, I really do believe that Cam Miller for both teams is going to be super, super important. And I want to get to that North Dakota State perspective in a second, but to continue what you're talking about here with South Dakota State, is that we've seen at times that athletic quarterbacks have given them fits. What is a positive sign is the way that they played against Montana State, which has the the double-headed monster of Chambers and Mallott. I know that there were injuries that helped them close out that game a lot easier than I think in a normal circumstance they would have, but – if they show up they play the run game the way that they did it's going to be a pretty easy game for them it's 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 going to be a very winnable and achievable game for them but one thing that as much as the last show that we talked about as concerning as cam miller is as a passer and the issues that he's had lately and the lack of confidence that i have in him to actually take over this game through the air and and pick up chunk plays through the air he's a big reason why they have success running the ball everything operates through him a lot of the, the schemes that they run come from his decision making as a runner and that's exactly what you were just talking about there is even if he goes two for 60 and he just has the worst passing day in the history of fcs football he's still good enough as an athlete and as a runner and i don't think it's talked about enough with cam miller that he could be the focal point for he doesn't even need to go for 150 yards rushing
1: just the decision no, making when the running is option plays making. i love that you brought up the decision making because that's what it is you, you you can't you can't in a in a simple read scheme you have to make the right call nine, 99 times out of a hundred you cannot have you cannot let a defensive end beat you if you're a quarterback in decision making. And if he's going to charge in, he, if 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 that one time out of 100, he uh the defensive end sprints in and tackles both you and the running back, it happens. It's football. He's on scholarship too. But you you and and we've seen it. Cam Miller doesn't make those mistakes very often. He knows when to hand it off. He knows when to pull it. He knows what to do when he's at the line of scrimmage, and I think that's god, if he didn't how much belief would this North Dakota State team have, and how how would they get this far with a, a passing attack that has been not great this year, not great? It's it's been kind of impressive to see what he's been able to do, and to continue to to hold onto the realm uh, the reins mm-hmm. uh, for this team as we've seen them the last couple of years, and we've we've been in. in I, uh, what is it, a little judgmental, not not judgmental, but we've judged him fairly from what we saw in person when we went to see him in person, and, and then throughout the uh, the last couple seasons of him at North Dakota State, it's uh, it, it's been interesting to see his progression and, and take a, a leadership role even without being a huge passing asset for them. Separate from all of that with the Cam Miller stuff, because again, I want
0: to take a different angle in a second talking about North Dakota State what we know about south dakota state though let's just talk about the positives really quickly best offensive line in the fcs and if it's not the best it's the second best north dakota state that offensive line has a number of guys that are going to get at least nfl tryouts because they're big strong aggressive mean kids uh that have been there for forever and have taken a ton of snaps on top of that the yankee twins very talented receivers they've got a number of different options but the big one here is one, being able to rely on Isaiah Davis, and then two, having Tucker Kraft to toss the rock to when it's third and long, second and short. In any situation, he is the best offensive player in FCS football and the most talented offensive player, just from a draft perspective, at the FCS level. He, to me, is going to be really important in this game. Can North Dakota State nut up? Can they cover him? Can they have an effective game plan to maybe not take him out of it, But at least neutralize and slow him down i think that's super important for how they cover tucker craft but again south dakota state has all the juice right now front to back offensively defensively even with injuries we've seen on a week-to-week basis throughout the entirety of the season that they are far and away the best team in the country
1: it is if you if you want to take away tucker Good luck because Mark Gronowski has a bevy of weapons. He went for twenty seven hundred yards this year, twenty three touchdowns, five picks through the air. I that, that that it's not a Lindsey Scott offense, but it's a very it's it's very they they operate in a way that is so balanced and so strong because they have so many guys that can take the rock and, and make plays with it. They 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 have guys that you could say, okay, we we need to run some more, and we can do that, or we need to pass some more, we can do that. It's never it never feels out of necessity to get one or the other going. It's just when do we want to get it going and that's an offensive coordinators dream to have players that are that are ready and capable enough to to be able to turn that to flip that switch and say okay time to bleed out the clock. We can do that or time to drive down. Let's get a quick score. They can do that and, and a lot of it's getting points off of turnovers and we know we, we see it all the time. I mean in the um, in the uh, fbs uh semifinals games points off of turnovers the next play, sudden change south dakota state's really good at that stuff we saw it in the semis a lot how these teams on defense they don't they're not ready for the sudden change south dakota state takes advantage of you when they get a turnover because who are you going to cover now you're not ready for it all they get in a rhythm and they can bust it open whenever they want to so south dakota state too many weapons for you to just focus and single out one. If you want to take away uh, Travis Kelsey, then Andy Reid is going to figure out uh, someone else to get the ball to. And that that's what South Dakota State has the capability of doing.
0: Horrible t- timing on my part. Yeah, I was about um, to say,
1: I uh, would to, to uh, end a point strong while Joe's yeah, taking a sip. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it was a good point, And then I just completely oh, lab- lambasted
1: the, the momentum of that
0: that statement that you just had right there um well maybe Sean, North Dakota
1: State could do that when the uh, South Dakota State's <laughs> driving that's what they need to
0: do <laughs> oh
1: hey, are you yo. making fun of me are you making fun of me because no, that's how no. I, I
0: would have transitioned
1: uh Sean it, it, it what you we, what we would have done
0: eat shit. my focus here for North Dakota State is their effectiveness on moving the ball on third and long third and medium and I said this last year I've said this a million times when they play this game, especially with Cam Miller in at quarterback because he's a young guy. He's much more experienced now, but he still has a lot of problems throwing the football. Their offensive line is really freaking good. And it's the reason why they were able to beat incarnate word. Somehow they managed to win a shootout by running the football. Not a lot of teams are going to do that in any level of football. What they did was is an extreme accomplishment, but this is a better defense than the Incarnate Word one that they faced a few weeks ago. Cam Miller cannot go five. what is it five for twenty? Five for twelve? What the, whatever the heck like, that? I thought it was
1: like one for fifteen or one for twelve, something like that. It was not something good. like that.
0: Or one for five for twelve yards or so? It was it was something not good. He can't have a performance like that and not impact this game through the air. He can't have no impact. He needs to have some impact. They are going to be forced to throw the ball on third and short, third and medium, third and long. There's going to be a third down, multiple third downs in this game because South Dakota State's defense is good enough to slow down their running game on multiple drives. And if Cam Miller cannot make those plays, this game is over. We already know the winner that to me
1: is so important. The Incarnate Word win though is so impressive because North Dakota State was two for 11 on third down. They were one for 12 through the air for five yards, but they ran for 328. So they were able to produce
0: all of that rushing production on early downs. And then in those situations, you said two for 11 or three for 11?
1: Two for 11 on third down.
0: I I bet most of those passing plays were called on third downs, and I bet that most of them were really bad throws.
1: Mm, that is, this is less penalties though. They're not a highly penalized team. This game between Incarnate Word is is such an anomaly for what we see in the modern game of football that it's all it's 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 almost unbelievable looking at it to say that this team that North Dakota State could have won that game. It's 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 truly unbelievable to say what how did you do this. How did you do this? How did you? How did you win this game like this? Mm. People throw the ball. People spread it out wide. The game has been revolutionized. You're still running it's 1965 it like this? for, for, it for North Dakota State, and Ugh. they don't care. They don't care. They're going to win the. They're going to win the game. That's what South Dakota State has to be most prepared for. North Dakota State are winners. They're winners, and and South Dakota State knows that. They win football games, and they've done it through the 2010s. They've done it now. So if you could, you have to somehow, you have to be better than their culture. You have to be better than that winning culture at South Dakota State. And uh, we can talk about the marker games. You guys, 2-0 and in the last two years. Congratulations. You have to go 3-0 and here if you really want to get this uh, championship locked in.
0: And I know we say a million times on this show, you can't, not you can't. It's hard to beat a good team twice. But circumstantially, South Dakota State does happen to have the formula to do it, to do the one thing that nobody else has been able to do. And that is going to be really important here. Can South Dakota State not overthink this and come to this to this game prepared?
1: Jesus, that's nerve wracking to think if you, if you can or can't. I don't, I don't care who wins. It'd be nice for South Dakota State to, to get us some some parity. It'll be it'll be fun for the FCS if South Dakota State wins. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm pretty unbiased about it. Even though it'll be a storm uh, for, from the from the fellas up in Brookings, uh, regardless, it, it, it's it's just going to be a really fun game with a lot of. It. I, th- I want it to be eight quarters. I don't want it to just be four. <laughs> what? I want the game to be eight quarters. Oh my
0: god! The the, yeah, the physical state those guys would be in after going just mashing into each other. I know. I know. I just I just can't quarters.
1: get enough of this matchup. I can't get enough of it. I want eight quarters in this game. Figure it out, NCAA.
0: Well, hopefully the ratings are good, and I'm I uh, actually I hate to say this. I kind of hope the ratings suck. As a, as I told you, so it's it's not a great answer. It's not the great greatest take in the world, but I really would like that. I absolutely would like that, Sean. So then we can purchase the FCS broadcasting rights for <laughs> for even cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you want to just tank it? <laughs> just
1: yeah. How do we keep tanking, tanking service? You know? And then and then everybody watches it there. What? Why did why did ten people watch what? this game? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> But when we're, we're going to buy the rights for a tenth of the price, and then because we we'll, don't, we'll spend all of our money on buying the rights, we're not going to have the money to pr- to put together a production crew. So we're just going to show up with a
1: cell phone. And <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going. The phone. The phone. You can find the game on Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Joe will be on a ladder at the fifty-yard line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. Reg- whatever. <laughs> to everyone who's at the game. To the the crew of guys that we know that have been texting us, I hope you guys enjoy it. I know it's going to be a fantastic environment. We're sad that we couldn't be there. Uh, We're rooting for both teams. We're rooting for a good football game. We'll be watching. We hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Sean, you got anything else?
1: Hack City on YouTube.
0: Yes, Hack City on YouTube. Drive safe, everybody. Enjoy Frisco.